This is the Art of Warcast, a podcast about Legend of the Five Rings, the living card game from Fantasy Flight Games. Your hosts are Tobin Lopez, Carl Anderton, and Doug Keister. Episode 18. These are a few of our favorite things. All right, welcome. I'm Tobin Lopez. I'm Carl Anderton. And I'm Doug Keister. What are we up to today, Carl? The katanas are hung by the chimneys with care, and the courtiers are negotiating with Santa why the shinobi hijack his sled. In this, our last episode before the holidays, we'll talk about what we each want for Christmas, our New Year's resolutions, and our first reflections on the completed Imperial Cycle. We're recording this just after a tournament, so we'll have some local players on to share their thoughts and stories. And we'll finish with some listener questions. All right, but first off, big news out of FFG yesterday which is the announcement of what is being called a clan pack. Woohoo. Mm-hmm. It's entitled the Dis- the Disciples of the Void or the Disciples of Void. I think it's just Disciples of the Void, isn't oh, it? Disciples of the Void. It might just be Disciples of the Void even, but hey, what the heck. Look, we, can keep, we can keep varying on that as we go. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's 78 cards. It's kind of like a super pack, but not quite a deluxe. Or a mini deluxe. Yeah, mini yeah. deluxe. It's a 78 cards, 25 copies of a three-card playset. So that's 75. And then you have three... Singletons, which is one is a stronghold that we know of and it got spoiled. It involves playing spells mm-hmm. more and more. There's a stronghold. There's a role, a which new, we don't know anything about. Card. Yep. And then there's another one, which I'm guessing is a, is a province. It's, it's either a province, a province, province or a holding. Yeah, it's either Pro- a province. Almost, That's what my well, guess is. It could is. be a one-off holding, but almost, yeah, probably a province, I would assume. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people are thinking it's a second stronghold. I'm tending to think it's one of the three. I can't see that. Yeah. The, like the sh- you get a stronghold, be, a role, and a province. The province makes most sense. Let's be fair. Yeah, it does. Mm. You know, You're right. particularly in the one copy, one copy sense, right? So. Interesting though. There's a there's a, a good few cards floating around in there. As always, I have uh, coined a name for one of them. If any of you saw the um, the spoiled scorpion um, conflict card, yeah. Um, I don't know what her proper name is, but she's uh, now known as Yogo says no. Yes, yes. <laughs> the three cost character when. They play a s- when when your opponent plays a spell event spell event spell event you can put that character into play and cancel it yeah cancel the event and put the character into play like a three yeah. cost character just comes into play and cancel something and stop something Yogo says no <laughs> and I think it's two influence I was looking I was yeah. like two wow. two as well good stats I forget what the glory is but two two is plenty good yeah pretty, that is good wow I don't think she's a shinobi that's about the only thing that makes me slightly sad oh. I'm keeping an eye out for that but oh my word. Yeah. It would kind of make sense that she's... Inter- oh, no, she's probably Shugenja. She's Shugenja, she's probably Shugenja. Uh, if I want to say. So. Okay. Yeah, All I'll right. put it in quite awesome. a few keywords. Oh. Uh, also, the Battle for Rokugan is out. I just picked up a copy today. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, yeah, it came out uh, yeah, the, a week or two ago. Yeah. yeah the two, the, well, it's, it's in stores now. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, it was yeah. during last week. It's a two to four player um, tactical... Two to five. Two to five, in fact. Oh, there you go. Two to five player tactical strategy game in the Game of Thrones board game vein, politically maneuvering and militarily attacking your opponents. On the ex- inexpensive side, it's a $40, yeah. $40 game because yeah, it doesn't have the mins. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's got the pieces. traditional like FFG cardboard tokens it's got the medium-sized board game cards in there i haven't had a chance to play it yet but the pieces look pretty good yeah it's cool it's got the good production value the biggest cool. re- biggest return from it i've been getting is a very good two-player oh very deep really? two-player game yep interesting yep mm-hmm. considered it's made to go up to five yeah, yeah. i'm looking forward to bringing it to our uh, wednesday night league night and should play be left definitely yeah mm-hmm. well cool yeah that's awesome so Getting back to, we've just been drinking from the fire hose for the last six weeks. <laughs> we have the sixth pack is off. The fire hydrant has been turned off. 
the the water has stopped. We're soaking they wet. Saw, we're bathing saw, in it. They saw we're drowning in it. Yeah, feet. I, I personally yeah. am hoping that. <laughs> I know they, you know, they've announced Disciples of the Void. That's great. They did not re- put a release date on the announcement that no, I could see. No, there was no. The, typically, yeah. they do a first quarter this, right. a second Honest, quarter yeah, that. There was none of that. None of that. Honestly, I'm hoping for like February at the earliest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> give us, give us like a solid whole month of you know of January with just like the Imperial Cycle to get used to it before we start going into yeah more cards. It's, it's either it's either going to be that it's either going to be like end of January or it's going to be a f- like Q2. I can see them. I can see them giving us a good chunk of time on this, almost a full six months. It'd be across. Yeah, and the announcements. Typically, all we have to go by is kind of history, but history is not an indicator in this case, right? No so it's, there's going to be a lot of error involved. Right. My guess is it's March. What do you guys think about the six and six? I mean, what? Who were the winners and losers? We're going to invite some uh, some of our buddies in here to talk about this uh, in a few minutes. But before we do that, I want to know what you're saying first. So. Well. For me, honestly, I think there there really aren't any losers in there. I haven't I, I haven't really looked much past the crab cards yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but I do think the, the the crab have gotten a little bit of the short end of the stick just because of the whole pit trap thing. Yeah. Well, that got mm. eroded, right? There was a digital image that came out that says play on an atta- attacking character. Attached character does not does not ready. Oh, oh I yeah. did get changed. So, yeah, there was a, there was a weird. It was like card game DB. Image thing. right. I because I'm not on Facebook anymore. I'm behind the times on the yeah, the yeah. latest news. <laughs> you know, beyond that, I think the the cards that I've looked at, I, and I've flipped through the packs a little bit, but yeah. I haven't really looked at them in depth. Yeah, and uh, they I've seen some really good cards for every clan. Yeah, and it and it takes time, right? That's the thing with these six packs in six weeks. You can't really absorb it all. I can look at a couple of cards in a couple of clans and get oh yeah okay, they, that works. Oh, I see how that works. Oh, I I'm see the power of that one. Overwhelmed, but I'm yes, I'm definitely overwhelmed. Okay. I want to get into the dragon stuff. Yeah, I was gonna say I obviously I have a heavy heavy clan focus, so mm-hmm. I don't feel too badly overwhelmed on Scorpion, if only because Scorpions now developed into two seriously segregated playstyles, and both the cards d- tend to fall into those areas. And basically, if they don't, they're in the third bin of you can wait for now because Scorpion cards are good. And what are those two playstyles? Um, excuse me, the regular um, play regular L five hour with a focus on dishonoring, play okay. normal, or the the drop bear character snipe style. You use the term, Carl. Yeah, I know. You People keep throwing it. it at me for you clarity. I'm going to call it drop characters rest of the time. So, <laughs> yeah, but th- those are the two major two major playstyles I'm seeing. Definitely on Scorpion. There are other decks doing that as well, but yeah, you know, you and I were playing a set in the second round, and God, I saw, <laughs> I, I knew what you were doing, and I still like you were you were like pass after playing one character. I was like, son of a gun, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? So yeah, if, yeah. If was, yeah if well, that's the nice thing now. There's also big expensive events as well as characters, so you know what rough plan I'm following. But you're yeah, exactly. Right, what I'm going like to do. fate worse so, than death is a thing, oh, right? Oh my word, yeah. Ooh, I, got, you, you. I got caught with that myself. <laughs> Scorpion, <laughs> Scorpion mirror match is not fun. Oh so, no, <laughs> no, not even close. Serves you right. Scorp- Scorpion, Scorpion, Scorpion mirror match <laughs> deck build almost mirror match. He was on the he was on the cream plan. I've switched over to a crab one, which I okay. think is still better. But God, it's rough. Pathfinder's so, Blade is a is oh. a mean 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 card. Cost you two two serious province triggers, right? Out of war and feast mm-hmm. and famine. Yep. Yep, you had them both when you broke those provinces, and I, that was that sucked. So when I played Carl first round, I got to see all three of his Pathfinder blades. And Hirumas, to be fair. Hirumas yes. skirmishes. Oh, my gosh. It was a bit rough. Yeah. So So you're playing with, you have ten characters in your uh, yep. in your deck? Triple, triple Kachiko, triple Skirmisher, 
Um, following on from a shout out to Kalimsha, as it happens, uh, single Stoic Gunzo right now. Mm-hmm. It's a heck of a play. And um, Stoic Gunzo is ridiculous. And then, uh, unassuming your Jimbo's in Adeptive Shadows, or just unassuming just, your Jimbo's? Just your Jimbo's. No, no Adepts right now. You don't need. It's that if you because you've got good military drop characters, you don't need a balanced one. You've got political in your regular deck. And right. Kachiko, for God's sake. Right. Um, oh yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Awesome. Right, do you have any ideas on the winners or losers? Well, like you were saying, out of the six yeah. and six, we gained. We all gained cards, and I think the balance on new cards was good enough that, like Doug said, no one lost. No one's in a worse place than they were meta-wise. I think. I think basically the top has come down a little bit. I don't think Lion. And Crane say got a lot of toys that kept them massively ahead. And yeah, there's no and doubt I don't that think unicorns I don't, come I, up. that one seems pretty good from what I've seen so far. Yeah. Unicorns come up a little bit, yeah. but I don't know you if ra- they've, they've come up relative to the rest of the crowd. And one, the one thing I love to see is they people just experimenting the with frequency provinces. of the wave. Basically, the the top is not quite yeah. as high and the low is not quite as low. I mean, basically, right. yeah. I okay. would say you haven't run into people properly playing Moto uh, Mojo Jojo yet. Moto Jojo. Mojo oh my word. Yeah, that 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 is. Oh no, I played him the other day. I, I I played with uh, I, Jason Wallace is playing him I, in his deck. I played oh, yeah. with a oh, Shikun. Yeah. I have an Imperial Sapuna Shikawa, mm-hmm. three courtiers, three Sapun guardsmen, uh, the magistrates, as many Imperials as I can get, and I'm playing that with Unicorn. And man, I tell you, when I got I, I got Ishikawa on the first turn in the game against a Crane player the other day, and it was pretty awesome. It worked, and I and I was like, yeah, and I ran rough. over it. But it's so fragile, right? My That's what play, Unicorn is. Yeah. It's yeah. fragile. Yeah. Uh, Phoenix got some good toys, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, we have Just the Chrysanthemum, actually. It's a neutral, but it's a good Phoenix card. Is it? Yeah, because yeah, my second round today, I was playing you know, my, my crab deck, which is suboptimal and needs to be rebuilt, uh, against Grant, who was playing Phoenix. And uh, first turn, I decided to go five on my bid. Yeah. I usually don't. I decided to go five because I wanted some extra toys to play with. Right, right. He went one, and then he played Wave of the Chrysanthemum. So, so yeah, first round, first turn, he's up to 19 honor. Wow. Only a handful of air air victories for that one, right? Yeah. Only a handful of air. And it's an air and a couple fires. And in in Phoenix, so it's probably firing two hours a turn. Yeah, it it was a brutal start. Yeah, for sure. For sure. My big switch in for the new cards for today was uh, Mono Noawari. I've been playing playing high, high. Low, low numbers, high cost uh, Scorpion cards. So I went back to City of Lies for the discount. Mm-hmm. And I tried um, two of that. Basically, the feeling was that if it works anywhere, well, two, two, two feelings. Number one, swarming is still everywhere. So Scorpion, certainly, certainly Lion, Lion and Unicorn, and to a lesser degree, Crane are swarming out a lot. So Mono Oare helps a ton there. Yeah. Right. And secondly, I'm playing my characters from hand. So I can Mono Oare and then put a dude into play and put Fate on him. Oh, right. Which is the, which is, so it works anywhere. That's it's going to work. It's a bit of an expensive. Expensive proposition because Mono Noari costs three, right? Mm, but I can reduce the cost on lies. I, yeah, I never got. No one was really doing that. I mean, you were the, lion, the only lion player in today's one, Toby, mm-hmm. and you weren't really swarming in the way that made it viable. Yeah, I um, played lion today, folks. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I wanted to play crane, but I was like, no, no, I just got to get out of my comfort zone a little bit, play some lion, <laughs> and that's what I did. So, yeah. and it uh, was it was fun. Oh yeah, it's an interesting. I, I didn't play. feel like I think I like more controly stuff. Yeah, you were you were a little, you were a little <laughs> less standardized lion than some. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, I was a little less standardized lion because I don't know how to freaking play the thing. <laughs> right. So I was like, well, I guess I go political here. Uh, you know, I've been playing crane for so long, and the crab. I dabbled in crab for a bit. Uh, I like I like what crab ha- has gotten. I like oh, what yeah. crane has gotten. 
I'm excited to play some dragon, even though the dragon crab combination with the Pathfinder's blades and the fingers of Jade and all the protection in the world for the Voltrons are just—it's just silly. <laughs> oh my God, that's that's just silly. It's really so toys. All right, so we've looked back on six and six. What are we looking forward to? Like, what's your what's the first present you want under the Christmas tree, L5R wise, for yourselves this week? This this over these coming weeks. I think I've got an easy one. We need some. We well, I would like to see some more um, secondary keyword decks come into their own. I mentioned Shinobi earlier for for um, Scorpion. Mm-hmm. See one. See that. See the Monk deck. See the Scholar deck. Say okay. in Phoenix something come up. Just those other other playstyles based on other cards. Getting those other cards a good airing. Yeah. What do I want for Christmas? Well, I know the you know only tangentially related. I would love to see the uh, final version of the L5R RPG drop. But that's probably going to be a while. Yeah. Reasonable. Yeah. 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 Card game-wise, I'm really happy right now with, yeah. the, with the way the pool is. <laughs> I just want to play some more, right? Like, I want to have I'd, a robust... Yeah, I want to learn the new pool. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, when you... Try, try, play, just play a variety of decks. I think that's what's on my wish list over so the next So I think that's weeks. what I want. Yeah. I want time enough to get comfortable with the card pool for... That as my as my Christmas wish, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. and you make a fair point. We we don't want to in, um, put across to people the idea that the game has has gone uh, considerably quieter since the cycle started, but the burst cycle we've had has, without doubt, got some players to go. I'm gonna wait and see and chill out and come back when this when this calms down. I mean, I've almost seen that on the dot the Thursday after for us the last pack hit. There were some players I hadn't seen come back in and go. Okay, we're going to play with the set now. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Instead of instead of trying to manage the in, in, yeah. influx, they just wait, month. get it, and then say, "Okay, this is what I've got." Let's I play tried for a few minutes. I, yeah. tried. <laughs> I tried to keep up, but I can't. <laughs> yeah. when I was fortunate that I, I knew what I was trying to slot into was about it, and most of my toys were. Well, you just replace a card. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. Yeah, my Christmas wish is that just op- more opportunities to play more decks. I want to play. I've I have two or. Th- I have three decks now. I think I have a crane, a crab. I'm trying to. I built a lion. Uh, do I have anything else? I don't know if I. Those are the three I have. Yeah, I've got mm-hmm. a crab, a lion, and a phoenix, and they all need. Uh, they all need some tuning. Oh, and I've got a unicorn imperial one, which is because I've got a unicorn imperial one. It's <laughs> largely. I think it pairs with lion, but that's about it. So yeah, I've got four standing decks. I want to play it just as just experiment, but sometimes you that that's the part about this game that I don't quite understand yet how can you tell if your deck is good or you're just got a raw draw or you're not playing it correctly to its strengths or like where's that tension and i don't know how to identify those things yet the shortcomings okay i think the game is still a little too young for a lot of that knowledge Hmm. I would say as well, in that situation now, certainly in this in this particular card game, playing a new deck for the first time and making an assessment on it is very very difficult. You need you need a, yeah. you need basically a lot of statistical okay. backup. You yeah, know? You need, yeah, I would say you need a handful of games per deck before you really Minimum. know. Yeah, have any idea. you know what five, ten, I don't know, something like that right. before you are going to know whether your build is any good or not. Right, and you can always do you know a bunch of practice draws and things like that, and and event- eventually I think we'll get to the point where, like we can with Netrunner and other games, just like you know, you, you sort of know as you're building it if I if I put this card in, it's going to do this, and if I, you know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we just haven't been with the card pool long enough yet to have that level of you know knowledge of the pool. So okay. that that will come. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. So you're talking New Year's resolutions as well. I, yeah, I, yeah. So what's any... so what is your wish 
I, I think when I thought about New Year's resolution, what are you going to do to make the game better? Yeah, I guess. my one is easy. Leading on from what you guys are talk- discussing there, my one's easy. I'm going to get a second clan. I need to. I have not yet been able to get a second deck that I feel I'm enjoying playing as much as Scorpion. I've I've varied within Scorpion, but mine is going right. Let's go and get someone else and have them as the. You're even wearing red and black sweater today. I've been wearing that. I've been wearing so, this one long. Oh well, yeah, I know. Existence, but but <laughs> I figured I'd take advantage of it. Oh yes. <laughs> but yeah, you no. are wearing Scorpion colors. <laughs> this yeah, is true. You are wearing Scorpion yeah. colors. So any ideas on what that second clan might be? I mean, my early suspicion would be Crane, but Crane is a little bit Scorpion close. But then again, it's sort of somewhere between Lion and Scorpion, so maybe it's the best. Because Lion, obviously, is the polar opposite. I am as unscorpion as you can physically get. Right, Deck, right. You know. gray side, Luke. I have been thinking Crab Join as well, except side. that everyone's bug has been winning with them. I mean, I would do Dragon. I would happily go and play Dragon and enjoy it, except I can't move for the move for a lot of you playing Dragon right now. <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> you know. Yeah, there, there's, well, there's that. Uh, I, I played Michael. He's playing Dragon. He's a mm-hmm. typical Lion player, mm-hmm. right? Um, but he played Lion quite well today. I would like to have... Unicorn be better because I played that Unicorn Imperial deck and it was really fun. There's a whole lot of moving pieces and it was really fun to play. I don't think Unicorn really needs to be better. No, it needs to be stronger. Did you play Jason Wallace today? No, I didn't play Jason today. He's got the lock on Unicorn. Yeah. Well, that's what, to some extent, and I've talked to him about this. It's why I haven't played it because Jason plays it all the time, and my it's like you and his four, unicorn three deck of you guys are really the ones I play. Fracking good, yeah. 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 Oh, if there's a if there's a downside on Unicorn right now is there is one deck, basically. There is one way you play it that works, and it doesn't have enough. It doesn't have enough. It doesn't have flexibility. Breadth. Yeah, it has no flexibility in, in build. There are there is a way that Unicorn works. It now works enough to be perfectly competitive, but. You know, like I say, there are two minimum two, and not accounting for Dishonor Focus Scorpion decks that play very well indeed. I want well, them to well, be. I want them to be more consistent. Yeah, I think there's still some, some consistency issues in most of the clans, really. Yeah, yeah. Like so when you get when you don't get your LPBs in line, when you get nothing but your expensive characters. Yep, it's really crappy. Yep, that's one of the things I'm liking about mine is I can now. You know perfectly well, as we moved into the core of the game, I barely touched holdings. Right. And being a drop character mm-hmm. deck, I have like eight. Mm-hmm. Because, well, I've got another ten characters available. Of course mm-hmm. I can do that. And yeah. I'm taking holdings that are good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there, there's a there's a resolution for me. I shall admit that the Imperial Storehouse is worth using. How's that? Uh, so, yeah. m- well, here's the thing. It, it just occurred to me as you mentioned this. Maybe the number of holdings is equal to the number of characters you have in your hand. You have in your conflict deck. Maybe the number of holdings is right around. So if you have six holdings, you should have six characters in your conflict deck. Depending on how much you're planning to really card draw, I think that's reasonable. Yeah, if you're assuming an average yeah. like two or three cards a turn, that's a sensible call. Yeah, there's there's a good that's basis a, for you. Yeah, that's an inter- that's an interesting approach. That's worth that's worth doing. You know, running some numbers on. Well, yeah, I'll explore that a little bit. Yeah, maybe. yeah, anecdotally. Yeah. The, any New Year's resolutions for you, Doug? Uh, I've been thinking about this one a little bit. I think mine's going to be pretty simple. I think I just want to win one game as each clan in 2018. Ouch. All right. Okay. It's probably bigger than I think it's going to be. (laughs) It's not not quite the tough mudder, but it's thinking in those areas. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, cool. Awesome. And and you're just going to try to do that? You're going to check them off, check the box off? Not not in a tournament play or anything like that. Just, right, right, just right. Win, a, win a game just as each Just win a clan. game as each yeah. clan. All right. Yeah. And that's one of the things I think we're going to start. We've talked about uh, Total Escape League, and we're going to have that win a game as as these clans. And if you as, as you get to this, if you get all seven, that gets you some bonus points. Although that would be tough. 
Yeah, do it a scaling, do it a scaling, sliding scale. As you as you get more of them, when you're on the fifth clan, it should be like you're already getting crazy bonuses. If you do yeah. get to seven, then holy cow. Well, I yeah. don't think yeah. it's going to happen within one league season, uh, yeah, but within one true. calendar year, maybe. True. Mm. It would have to have. It would. You would have to be really on top of things to have it happen within like six league nights. Uh, yeah, which I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> well, more than one game a night, and more than one, more than one win a night. Yeah, exactly. With the different, with each different one, that, oh, that would yeah. be tough. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we have Jason Wallace with us today. Jason, uh, for those of you who have been listening for a while, he, he gets mentioned a lot here. He's been a, he's been a guest uh, on our show before. He's our local uni player, our ponies. The ponies. <laughs> the ponies. He loves ponies. to ride the horses, folks. He loves to ride the horses. Jason, we are, as you know, we're kind of giving our bit on what we think about the six and six. So what do you, th- as a unicorn player... Are you were you excited to see this? Well, how do you feel about your ponies nowadays? I feel that we're a lot more competitive than the just uh, three core environment. So, yeah. but we could still use some more carts. We're almost there. Uh, I I would say we we can be competitive, but uh, it still requires a lot of skill and piloting and knowing the game and playing rules and knowing just you you have to be a really good pilot with the unicorn and. It's not autoplay like some of their clans can be, or Phoenix, which just got a whole bunch of great cards. And I still like to stomp them, but it, <laughs> it's, it's not—it's not easy. You actually so, have to think a lot. So, what would you say is missing as of six and six? Some people are saying move outs, yeah, move aways. Wow. Like yeah. Moto Juro is a big deal because he moves in and moves out. Right, he can do that twice. As a unicorn player, what? Oh, I wish I could do that. Um, have better event cancellation in faction. Okay. Hmm. Does seem to be the thing. Yeah. I, I mean, that because... Yeah. Censure? Don't you want the favor? No, we usually don't want the favor because we, we got a courtier card that gets a bonus if we don't have the favor. Well, right, but what's uh, the price you pay for that is pretty high. If you have the favor, you can... You could censor, you but... You can censor. But th- that's a dead card first... Censure. 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 Yeah. That's a dead card first round, and... Um, again, playing against a lot of Phoenix, they display power and then they have more glory. So you're not always going to have uh, okay. the favor. To have the favor is a little bit trickier with Unicorn. And I, I don't. They just they're usually all in on military. At least that's how I play them. I like using that line for greater glory with the Unicorn yep. line combination because yeah, against Doug. Uh, he got to see what happens with that with <laughs> a bunch of bushi that got for good glory. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you know, you do the cav reserves, right? That are almost all bushi anyways. That's and what then, he did. And then you do yep. the FFG, FTG and, and, a, and a charge. But yeah. I, I guess and a charge. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So well, you had buku characters but, out But there. the same play against a scorpion <laughs> player no. character, he goes, I go charge, cancel. Cavalry reserves, cancel. Oh, unassuming a jumbo for attack. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, was that Carl? <laughs> no, no, no. Phoenix Scorpion is a that, big thing. Uh, oh, yeah. Admittedly, that Cavalry Reserves did come on the same round after I'd played two Wave the Crab on him. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so they came back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I guess I'll sack him. Yeah, yeah I guess I'll sack Moto Juro. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> we, were, we were talking earlier how we um, felt that Unicorn, compared to the other clans, seemed to have one build that really worked. Would you, uh, would you agree with that? Um. There's in the uh, the forums group, the Unicorn Clan Facebook group. There's actually another type that there's the military aggro, which is more what I like if it's my play style. But then there's the Unicorniers, mm-hmm. uh, splashing with crane, 
and uh, political rival and the other guy that prevents dishonoring. But Stuart of Law. Stuart of Law. Stuart of Law, yeah. Stuart of Law mm. with um, Shameful Display. Interesting. Uh, yeah. that, that's kind of the other build out there, but I think quite a few of us that play Unicorn don't think it's as competitive as going more military with Unicorn. Mm. That seems to be more of how they're built to be. So the courtier is a pol- political protection and with military aggression. So, right. Well, that, there, there's a lot of Unicorniers, which is all focused on just doing political with Unicorn, which I don't think is competitive because... That's not really what the clan is built for. But there was a Madrid deck, uh, the Madrid Kotai, mm-hmm. uh, called it Switchy Corn, where he starts out, <laughs> <laughs> switch out, he starts out as political, and then mid to late game switches to more military using cavalry reserves. And then you've got all these guys that just come out and can smash and win militarily. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. I, I had not heard of any of that. Yeah, I mean, that's part of the reason we're asking. None, none of the three of us are particularly heavy on Unicorn, so we just don't, yeah. don't know, you know. So it, what, are, what are some of the cards that you remember over the last six weeks that were just like, yeah, whether they be Unicorn cards or not? Moto Juro. Moto Juro, all right. Yeah, <laughs> Moto, Moto, Moto Jojo is one a, bad Any monkey? particular province that sticks out? Do you like it? Uh, public Forum. I oh, love Public yes. Forum. Yeah, we've talked I, about Public Forum on this before. I do li- and I do like Public Forum because I started running Pathfinder. Pathfinder's Blade, so it, it, yeah. it, it, it does double duty for me. You know? Yeah, Pathfinder's Blade can cancel that public forum, and yeah, you're breaking it on the first try. On the three. I have to yeah. say, though, I have one province that I'm really not a fan of. Which is? Before the Throne. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knife that, too. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, one sucks almost as much as Endless Plains does. <laughs> it is rough. I mean, and I run both. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep, you do. <laughs> and so why, why does Before the Throne suck? Because it's big or because you take two honor from you when you break it? Yes. Both. Yes, both of those. Are right. <laughs> it's, it's the like pilgrimage problem. They, you hit they, it and go. They, for- yeah. they force you to break it. You're like, I got to break it. Oh, man. Yeah. Gee, really, I got to give you two honor. Yeah. Uh, the and, and, and the yurt, the windswept yurt has been amazing. Have you had any yonner wins? Honor, y- yonner wins. Listen yonner, to me. Yonner. Yurt to, yurtin wins. Uh, <laughs> yurt, 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 yurt. I, I, I've told you the story. I was playing a guy in Jokoku. He rebuilt a yurt three times, and he went to twenty-four honor during his dynasty, during the dynasty phase. And he's just like, uh, <laughs> "I got really close. I had fired to dishonor a character before in the turn before, so preventing oh, him from twenty-five. Him back. <laughs> so, uh, so have you done anything like that? I, I have. I haven't because I mean. That's with rebuild and oh, you're paired with lion though. Yeah, I'm paired with lion and with, with the six packs. It's just like I, I don't have time to deck build. I just be like okay, I'm gonna update my, these couple of cards here, and that that's all I've had really time to mm-hmm. do. It just mm-hmm. it's been overwhelmingly great, is how I would describe it. <laughs> overwhelmingly <packs>. great. <laughs> all right, oh, yes. all the toys, all very the toys. cool. And so, what is your we, we the three of us went around and shared our Christmas list, Christmas wish, and our New Year's resolution for the game. What what big thing would you like to see out of this game in the next uh, three to six months? Oh. <laughs> tick time. Tick tock. Tick tock. That's, I don't know how to handle More unicorn? More uni more, stuff? More unicorn. More, more uh, I mean, I think that was kind of the initial problems with the early packs was lack of new cavalry characters and... Uh, yep. Now we've got the Shinjo Scout. We've got a couple of more cavalry guys to actually use your stronghold. As far as New Year's and Christmas, I just want to see what's going to be our quarterly OP kit stuff. Oh, yeah. yes. You know, that's, yep. That is that's true. Awesome. Yep, that it's on the way eventually. 
Yep. I keep I keep kind of pushing that to the back of my mind yeah. because eventually it will come. Eventually it will come. But you're right. Like the OP for this game is supposed to start in January, and we have heard we've heard nothing. Bup- Bupkus, yeah. And it's yeah. supposed to be a store championship equivalent, and I'm just like, yeah. what is it? I'm, yeah, exci- I'm excited whatever format. it w- will be, but yeah. I would like to know. What and the store this? championships for Netrunner and Agot and Runebound, Rune Wars, Rune Wars. whatever, mm-hmm. start in uh, start in January. And here in Colorado, I think the first one is on the sixth of January. So yeah, yeah Netrunner, wow. we've got like a month, like every weekend, store championships. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So what is L5R going to look like, and mm-hmm. how? What format is that yeah. going to take? I look forward to that. Totally. Please, FFG, give us a sign. <laughs> well, I was also going to cut in with looking at the recent stuff. If any of you are following FFG as a whole, they are responding way quicker than they used to. Mm. So I think they've got their timing down. We are we are going to be surprised by finding about that OP stuff like out of nowhere somewhere. Well, yeah, and, and and admittedly, we're recording this on the weekend, one of the biggest movie weekends of 2017. Oh yeah, Star oh. Wars: The Last Jedi I don't was think released it's one in the last off. 48. This is probably the biggest. Yeah. 48 no, hours. No, they haven't run the official numbers yet. About yeah, and so. and. It's Star Wars. Star Wars <laughs> Legion is a big thing for FFG, and more than likely it's going to hit stores next week. And so it's been all the, you know, scuttlebutt. We've been talking about it. Like, FFG's been busy with that. Yeah. yeah. They just started Getting doing a, a decent media push on that. W- so, when you yeah. deal with the Mouse House, you, you give mm-hmm. the Mouse House some priority. <laughs> mm-hmm. for we sure. understand this. For sure. <laughs> well, e- even last week, they suddenly announced something on Saturday with uh, Lord of the Rings Online. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. FFG Interactive or yeah. Interactive, yeah. yeah. It was FFG on a Saturday release, yeah. where it was like, yeah, yeah. we're saying different <laughs> different play there as well. That makes a little more sense in the electronic world, as it were, Steam wise and things like that. Now, I don't know how many of you guys are PC gamers, no. but if you're watching that out, you'll see the Friday night, Saturday mornings when Steam starts going. So here's your weekend planned. Ah, uh, okay. Your things. Well, yeah, and Fantasy Flight and Interactive. That's a good point. Who knows what they might do now? It's cooperative LTR game. It's Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. That shows a possibility for. Mm-hmm. FFG LCG hey, an, games? an online client for L5R would rock my world. Yeah, that's officially sanctioned. Yeah. Has mm-hmm. all that stuff. Has all the card art and yeah. everything oh, else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Has the, you know, and, you know, I have not yet gone on to Goku. I need to give it a try. Yeah, I need to give it a good push myself. I've been there. Too. I've been there yeah. doing stuff. Uh, I've played a lot of half games. Being recognized because the server just right? falls. The, f- the servers just fail. You disconnect. You you get into the second to the last turn, and you, at like one game I had, I was playing a scorpion player. I had one honor. He had two honor. I had f- I, I had first turn. This is last one. I'm on the break. He's on the break. We got to go. Server disconnect. Mm. Like oh, okay. Nothing, nothing, the, the against the nothing like a 55 minute build up and have no ending. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's We're just going to leave that there, say, And there is, of course, no answer to that. <laughs> One second. Good, probably. Uh, Good night, Blue folks. Balls 5R. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nothing against the guys who do do Jigoku and put a lot of work into it and all that. But it'd be... I don't know if you guys have ever played like the uh, the downloadable like magic games from no. Wizards of the Coast. No. Mm-hmm. They're really polished. It's a downloadable client. And it's got really good online play. I'd love to see something like that from FFG where it's just like download it, install it, and it's like, a, you know, a really geared that, you know, it's got the mechanics of the game, you know, baked in hard and, you know, good play experience, good UI, that sort of thing. And servers to, to service to support yeah, and, it, right? And, yeah, that, yeah. and that's the issue. Yeah. Like, Jikoku, they have, they've done a marvelous job of coding a lot of stuff. And, and they'll get there. There's there. a whole Jikoku lot of work. Yeah. It's just the servers sometimes sputter. Yeah, we've right? seen, we seen all this with, um, yeah. with, with uh, Tinteki.net. Yeah. 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 the same process. And yeah. the, the whole, like, sort of gray area that, that it exists in is, mm-hmm. is a little annoying. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
Yep. Yep. All right. Thanks, Jason. Right. Uh, anything else you want to share with us? Go unicorn. Go unicorn. <laughs> Go ponies. Uh, Go ponies. Purple mm. rain. Purple rain. <laughs> All right. That's enough. I'm out of here. <laughs> <All right. laughs> and with guys. that, <laughs> on to our listener questions. Ooh, listener questions. Yeah. So we had one, uh, the rare one from Podbean. Came through Podbean from Codesmith55. He asks if we can talk about why we like Swarm considering the first pass fate mechanics. Between passing first for the additional fate, conflict cards, and charge, he tends to run heavy decks very successfully on Jikoku. His game plan is often to find a four to five drop that he can place three fate on, turn one, survive, <laughs> survive a while, and ask and hopefully reap the benefits a round or two later. So why I, I don't know that I like Swarm too much. I st- the Mono no Oare, the moving around, mm-hmm. you know, f- we've talked about cavalry reserves for greater glory, charge, those things. That really works. Yeah. Well, let's. Um, I like them. Yeah. Let, let's take the question on in the terms of that it's it's a reasonable comment that a lot of the meta does like swarm play. Lion swarm, yeah. cr- fa- fairly wide crane is, is common things. Mm-hmm. I would say let's also talk definition of terms here. The, the, the description um, we're getting there about, you know, get one decent-sized guy in, get set, is what Swarm decks are still doing. They're good but because they're getting lots of small guys and then the big guy. Right. Maintaining that well. Obviously, the uh, okay. the, the Lion cards that get bonus fate out for, for winning, stuff like that, you know? The the, the play style of, of running a heavy deck and looking for a four or five drop first turn is not a, a usual play style for a lot of competitive card games. In a lot of games, you know, the first round you're looking for like your one drops to put those on the table to get, you know, to get a, a selection of characters out there, you know, out there quickly. Mm-hmm. Round two, you're looking for two drops. You know, round three, three drops. That that's the way like a lot of other games work. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the way a lot of people are already playing L5R. You're looking for you know your weenie drops early on to sort of build up a uh, presence. Yes, yeah. to build up to build up a board state, to build up a, you know, you know, a, a character presence on the board. Okay. To because to defend yourself mostly, mm-hmm. because if you only have one character out, a four or five drop with three fate on it, you're you're investing a lot into that one character, and sure, what you attack with it, but on your first conflict, but what do you do on your opponent's first conflict? Mm-hmm. Right. Right. I think it's fair to say the description mentioned by Coachman Fifty Five there is is a slightly later turn larger character, but being held and that being the the linchpin of his of his. Well, tactics. and you also need the conflict cards to support it, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. If yeah. you don't, if you have the single character four to five coster, they can do stuff, but they can only protect you once. They, they you've got two conflicts coming at you from your yeah then opponent, the- and you don't get a chance to respond with a conflict yourself. You could be in trouble, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Right. And I'd add in as well, actually, I, as it happens, I completely agree with you, Codesmith. The deck I'm playing is a, precisely not a Swarm deck, is anything but. And a lot of its tactics and techniques are, are tailored towards taking on Swarm decks. Yeah. So. I, I like a lot of little guys because I like options. So maybe Option, that's what we're getting to Options with Swarm, are, are right? building mm-hmm. up towards you know getting a big guy out on the, on the table. I, that being said, I do, in many of my games, manage to get a first-turn Hita Kasada. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and you, but you, the the vulnerability, and, and I think that's why I don't like the single one, the four to five costers, because 
there are cards that solve it. Like, mm-hmm. and so I have to build a deck. I have to build there a conflict enough, deck to protect that person. Right. There are enough bow mm-hmm. effects or yeah. send, send home effects mm-hmm. that dishonor and then yeah, and it, saying, they blow on, up and everything else. Like you say, it depends on the conflict deck. I mean, Scorpion can Scorpion can do almost as good a job as Crab as defending just with events, basically. Mm-hmm. Just you know, mess up the opponents just enough mm-hmm. to win. Um, and in that situation, there, I mean, turn one, Kina Kasada. To be fair, is dominating the board at that point. If your oh, opponent yeah. does throw one oh, in, yeah. one one attacker in and doesn't break. Then your response is going to break something. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, pretty, it's pretty amazing. All right, so Eisenmark, Eisenmerk, from the FFG boards says, "Love your podcast, guys." Well, thank you, Eisenmerk. I had a general question about honor decks with Way of the Chrysanthemum. Do you think an honor win is viable? Absolutely. I've been experimenting with dueling honor decks to force as many honor bids as possible. Any tips or pointers? Well, here we go. Obviously, we got we heard earlier Doug talk about his experience during the tournament, and we'll mention that again. But I remember you saying something just at the end of the lion deck. Yeah, and I, just you play. I, I have to. I have a. I have a lion deck that has a lot. The the Kabe guard, mm-hmm. the one cost Milwaukee one Kabe zero guard. Yeah. Kabe mm-hmm. guard who who has pride. So you so hopefully he he wins, he honors, he fades out. You get an honor from him. You're golden. Mm-hmm. You know, you have you have this honor engine. But it doesn't quite work. Like I, my finding the way of the chrysanthemum, I don't have the dueling in there, and so yes, I think you do need dueling. I think I don't have any policy debates. I think what I need to do with the with the lion deck that I have is take those ways of chrysanthemum out and put two and two assassinations. One, <laughs> one of and the go, uh, and go kind of the other way, gain the honor, then lose it to kill a character. One of the players uh, uh, that's been coming Wednesday night, Mark, mm-hmm. uh, he's been playing a lion honor deck. That it's an honor rocket. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. If you don't have an answer for it, it's an honor rocket. And what's rocket. the ally? Was it dragon? Yeah. I forget. It's probably a pretty solid call just to yeah. fill in the gaps. Yeah. yeah. I think I think it was a dragon ally, if I, if, okay. Uh, okay. If I remember correctly. If he's playing defensive outside of faction, then yeah. Mirror yeah, he's not, he's not yeah. going for province breaks at all. Oh, wow. He's, he's, going, he's, going, he's going for the win. He's not going necessarily for air. the break. He's just going all air. And he's got thing, you know, everything with pride. Anything mm-hmm. that gains honor, it's that's in his mm-hmm. d- dynasty deck. Yeah. And he, uh, in one game, turned two honor win on me. Oh wow! Yeah. <laughs> wow. So it is, it is doable. Right. And yeah. if you don't have the right answers for it, it'll it'll hurt you. Mm-hmm. I think it's fair to say from from the two extreme views there that yes, it yes, it clearly can be done. Is it particularly reliable right now? Tricky to say, and would we recommend building a deck around it? Yeah, I, I think besides the line one, I, I haven't tried it with Crane. Crane, I think there's a lot more possibility in Crane because of cards like Test of Skill and Artisan Academy. And where Crane's going to do it in a more balanced manner. Yeah. Where well, you can place card draw. Generally, Crane, Crane's big thing is it will leverage that honor swing way more effectively, the actual honor right. buffs. The, the, the problem with, the, problem with the, the Lion honor running deck is it's, it's kind of one-sided. So if you if you've got an answer for it, you can you can probably just neuter it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just the, the games that I played against Mark, I haven't had the well, answer yet. Yeah, no mm-hmm. no experience with it, no and no counters. So yeah, right. you know. Yeah. So it it seems like it would be something that would be fairly easy to neuter, but it, it when it works, it works great. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have the answer for it, it's you're gonna get smashed. Yeah. yeah. There aren't many decks that can pull any kind of win turn two, so that's certainly certainly um uh, something you have to take into account. Absolutely, and and my take is it's more possible in crane than it is in lion now with the I, possible exception of mark yeah so <laughs> it's, well, it's, the the lion deck is seems fragile uh but doable the crane deck seems more balanced okay you know to me uh mm-hmm. that's so i think crane's gonna be a little bit better of a, an option for it mm-hmm. just because it's 
you'll have answers to, to more things than the than the lion deck does. Right, and you and, and you honestly, I think lion at some point has to kind of draw cards. That's yeah. the that's the thing I was looking for. And yeah, mm-hmm. and, and that deck Oof. requires basically a one bid pretty much every turn. Right. Yeah. So so there there is that. It's going to be really possible in Phoenix. With their ring shenanigans, that mm-hmm. being able to play, put the air ring mm-hmm. into a conflict, things like Forgotten that. Forgotten libraries to substitute the honor cost mm-hmm. right. of yeah. drawing cards, yep. yep. Yeah, with Way of the Chrysanthemum, you could probably do a decent honor-running deck out of Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll tell you one thing, on the only tangentially related note, Phoenix Dishonor right now is most definitely a thing. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, absolutely. The, the, uh, the Way of the absolutely. Ring event for ourselves, I saw two kills by backhanded compliment. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, wow. So, whack. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so I, we think it's possible, mm-hmm. but you have to kind of. It's either the left hand of the emperor or the right hand of the emperor with lion or crane. Yeah, it's with the dishonor being possible in Phoenix. But I don't. Yeah. We're not talking about oh, dishonor yes, yes. here. No, but you're saying that the only Phoenix is definitely still there. It's it's nascent. It's getting there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And who knows? The disciple of the void might might open stuff up or turn stuff on its head. And mm-hmm. and who knows when we're going to see the next uh, cycle too? Right. So that that's you know there's there's options coming. Right. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to we'll know more in a month. Of course, yes. right? <laughs> Fingers crossed. So, yeah. Philos, Philos from the FFG boards says, now that we have a couple of large-scale tournaments under our belt and our first worlds behind us, I wonder if the guys could take a moment to discuss any cards they've done a 180 on since their time as playtesters. Uh, yes, absolutely. I think about that almost every couple of days. Mm-hmm. I think about, like, oh, Forge Edict, we said, eh, and, and we didn't realized, play it. And now it's like a three well. of yeah. Yeah. yeah, so the counters, the voice of, like, we we didn't play Voice of Honor very much. We didn't play Forge Edict very much because as testers, we were testing the cards. Yeah. And so we were playing with other stuff that needed testing. We needed to find out what was going on. And those were perfectly fine. We had been used to countering cards already. And at one point, they're good, right? Yeah. We're not going to mess with that anymore. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll put one in there. Um, ambush has been a sine wave for me. From I should never I should never use this I should always take this I should never use this and oh you mean charge and, no uh, no Amb- ambush oh, ambush. ambush has been back and forth and back okay. and forth to be fair once both the drop drop character style decks got into play along with then having fantastic targets for it obviously such as Kachiko yeah it's 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 been up and down and up and down it's a it's very specific for a play play style that's why I've been going like round and round and round on it <laughs> I wouldn't put it in a normal scorpion deck but in the right one it's dumb yeah I've got two cards actually that I go back and forth on. Assassination and Good Omen. Mm. I'm with you on Assassination. Mm-hmm. I still haven't quite found the place for my Good Omen mm-hmm. in my decks, but Assassination is always like... In, in, the, in one of the games I was playing today, uh, I had an Assassination in my hand the whole freaking game. It was in my initial draw. And you didn't want it. I or you couldn't did. use it. Couldn't use because it. That, was the, that was my Phoenix game where uh, fir- the, the, first, the first dial bid, I went from 10 honor down to 6. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, yeah can't do that. Insanely dangerous. Or once you're there, yeah. assassination is and is all of a sudden tough. it was dead. Yeah, that card in my hand. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's yeah. Assassination is that one. I I think it lives in now in the same space as say account siphon in non-criminal decks and things such as that where it has to exist. We need it to be there, but it's not going to be in every deck. Right. Still, I, I go back and forth on whether I should include it or not, and I you know I can find a slot for it, but that three honor. That's that's still an expensive cost that mm-hmm. to pay. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's it's dangerous. I mean, we know we know this honor decks are out there. Yeah. I'm always I'm always running against the wind on a wise. That's what Scorpion's doing. That's how I'm, right. I'm playing. I have to to get cards. And but, and so. I think in our original reviews, I said I preferred Shameful over Pilgrimage, and that's really a toss up now, based on the deck build. 
There I've actually go. stopped using pilgrimage. Back uh, when in one of our first episodes, I said that I would always take pretty much always take pilgrimage over shameful, and I haven't used pilgrimage in a deck in three months. Yeah, well, on the front of provinces, there's an easy one. When we were, when we were doing our, our uh, neutral card reviews, <clears throat> excuse me, the provinces and neutrals. Yeah, shameful, shameful display I use, and I do not these days touch night raid. And that was a that was a direct counter between each other when we were discussing them. Oh right, where, right, right. Where we fell on the side of of um, mainly. I don't I don't follow you because one's one's a fire, one's a. Void. Yeah, but we were talking about just like what what spaces they filled, as it okay. were, you know, in the whether you were choosing them, and we were definitely saying like, would you would you take, you know, in the way they both work as someone coming in is likely to now suddenly start losing the the, the province hit. Okay. And I found that in that space, I'm always on Shameful, and I barely touch Night Raid, where before it would have been completely the other way around. I would have always have tried to get Night Raid in and would rarely take Shameful. All right. All yeah, right. I think Night Raid is one of the things that is going to be coming out of my crab decks. Yeah. It, possibly. Yeah. There, yeah. There, there are some good options now that in Imperial that, you know, basically, I think all of the neutral provinces are pretty much on the board as possible, possibly being replaced. The, the the core set neutral provinces are great. Uh, and they're still going to be played a lot, but there are we're starting to get good options for all of them. I think. Right, right, and it really is a challenge to dis- to choose between fertile fields or manicured gardens and so on and so mm-hmm. forth. And I think we mentioned that in the core set. I'm trying to think of any other like core set cards that I've kind of done a 180 on. The Forge Edict and Voice of Honor were definitely the thing. Yeah. I still think that while Noble Sacrifice and Crane is a good card and obviously very powerful. It can be tough to set up. Yeah. A, a matter where you they have a dishonored character that you want to get rid of and you have mm-hmm. an honored character that you wouldn't mind getting rid of to get rid of the dishonored one. Right? Mm-hmm. And if they don't have a Finger of Jade on them already. Yeah. Stupid <laughs> dragon. <laughs> so, I, but, but other than that, you know, there were some characters like Niten Master... Niten Master is good. He is. He's a forecaster. I, I still, you know, he's dragon. I don't think I would play three of them. I think I'd play two. And I think that's what I said before. I'm warming up to Kaiyu Shuichi. Kaiyu Shuichi is good. Yeah. Shuichi, yeah, Shuichi, Shuichi, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the covert guy that gains a fade if you have, while yeah. he's participating, if you yeah. have holding in play. Yeah. I, yeah. He's, he's, he's expensive, but the, the covert plus the, able, the ability to gain a fade from him He's getting, you know, he's, he's improving in my mind. Yeah. Well, and and here's the thing, clan wise, crab. Like I like playing crab. Yes, it's still a tar pit, but I like playing crab. I know how to get out of the tar pit. I know when it is being tar pit. I'm like, okay, this is sucky. But I have done a 180 on them. I was like, I'm never playing crab. It ain't happening. And now I'm like, you know what? It's was, cool. Was like, I can say I never. There. Yeah, never say never. Yeah, I mean, and, and now you're all as good as a crab player, so you just might as well join the gray site. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'd, I'd, I'd make a comment on crab there. I think they're definitely tar pity, but rather than being like tar pit and slowing down the game, their big advantage is that they put things at a level from which they can attack back quite safely, mm-hmm. and that's the scary part. Yeah, you know, the game has slowed to this point where I am in control. You know? right. So here's a little bit more of a technical question from Im Jorman from Reddit. What are some good supplies that we all recommend if we can? He comes from a magic. Ba- I come from a Magic: The Gathering background, and our deck boxes are often inadequate to carry a deck, tokens, honor bid spinner, and other supplies like rings. What are you guys using? Also, how do you guys like to organize your cards? And lastly, hotheads or Chipotle, and why is it hotheads? Because of course, questions like this need to be asked. Mm-hmm. Should we should we go in reverse? There? Yeah. So go so go in reverse <laughs> order there. 
So, hot hedge is a boat lay. Uh, neither I normally go to a local called uh, Cafe Mexicali, but hey, there we go. <laughs> Qdoba. Qdoba? <laughs> oh, really? Okay. okay. If, I, if I'm going with one of the with the burrito chain, yeah. it's Qdoba or uh, possibly Big City Burrito. Okay. Big, right. City, big, right. city's, big City's good. Uh, if I'm, but if I'm going for Mexican, I'm going for Mexican. We live in the Southwest. We've got good Mexican restaurants around here, good hole-in-the-wall places. So if I want a burrito, I'm going to go someplace that's not a chain. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess I'm Chipotle. Yeah, I've, I've heard you, you know, heard you, heard so. you partake of that. <laughs> so, yeah. All right, so then it gets the supplies and decks. Uh, you know, my favorite. Uh, I I I go with a just the basic white cardboard. The white two by BCW, BCW yeah, card transport boxes for storage what carries my universal yep. universe of cards. Yep. And then for deck play, I use one of these. What is this? What brand is this? This it's a world championship brand. It's kind of a Th- that's two one. Okay, of so deck. Here, here, here we turn into me doing my job that I normally do. Right. There's a few different builds of what you've got there, but what they generally get referred to as commander decks. They're intended to hold up to 100 cards or two sets of up to about 60 or 70. Okay. So And they have a central compartment for other things. They vary back and forth. I've got something similar. My personal one is from Ultimate Guard. I think you have... Um, one of the BCW Leverett style ones there, but I'd have to have a closer it's, look it's to be It's possibly certain. that or Legion, I think. Yeah, I, I Legion don't know. ones are normally pretty shitty on that front. The, the, one, that one. the one I have is holds two can hold a deck. It can hold my counters in two small containers, and it has some space for the Imperial Favor, some Art of Warcast stickers that I have in there right now, and and my uh, my dials. Yeah. So and I got this this is the World Championship 2016 FFG box. Oh, it's the official one. So it's along that design, ones. I see. So but yeah, if you're thinking in those terms, Ultimate Guard, Deck Deck Guard, I think it is. The other one doesn't any leverette mm-hmm. stuff. Both of those brands are very good. I'd recommend those. If you can get hold of it, there is an old Ultra Pro one that I've used for Netrunner for years. That's mm-hmm. actually called a Commander Deck and that has the pull out there's, the there's another company called okay. Dex Boxes, D E X, that, that mm-hmm. makes some good ones. I've got yeah, a couple of those. Yeah. Uh, for right. me, I um, we have the uh, in at Toilescape carries the the Pirate Labs uh, plastic deck boxes. Mm-hmm. They they will hold like two sixty card decks. They've got a divider in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're big enough to ho- hold a an eighty eighty. L5R deck, and so I, I keep my decks in those. Or forty forty, yeah, mm-hmm. or yeah, forty forty, yeah, yeah. duh. Yeah, and eight, it'll hold eighty seven cards right. comfortably. Yeah. Let's put and it that a, way. Now I know Tobin's with me on this one, and I, I, I don't remember whether Douglas used them as well, but I recommend these to everyone for all board games, and particularly for FFGs, living card games. They work beautifully. Little company that does um, Geek X boxes that are small, thin, clear plastic tubs that will stack. They um, the lid comes off and they stack underneath, and that's what um, I know myself and Tobin used to hold Fate and Honor. And mm-hmm. they're just the best mm-hmm. things ever. Absolutely. I recommend them to everybody. They're cheap. You can buy three of them for three bucks. Yeah. See, I don't they, like those. They do a little, know, snap, they oh do a little snapping, and, they, and they're and they golden. you yeah. got to figure out how to exactly put everything in there, but you get them. Yeah. I use uh, the, the Plano boxes that you can adjust the that have the adjustable dividers in them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Plano is the other reasonable call. I, I, I don't tend to use them for living car game myself because I like Plano when it's fitting into a box of other stuff because they're generally fairly big. You know, right. Well, I don't mind carrying it separately with all my reasonable, tokens. Reasonable. Reasonable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that be uh, besides that, I use uh, monster tubes to hold my playmats. Mm-hmm. Yep. Those are the triangular ones. Mm-hmm. That, yep. Um, they're nice. If not, if not that pickle Ultra Pros one, it's got two hefty rubber stoppers on either end, and it's one of the thicker walled circular mm-hmm. ones that I use for most of mine. And then, lastly, last part of his question is, how do we organize our cards? Oh wait, one more, one more thing. Oh, okay. Cover. Right. Sleeves. Sleeves. Yes. Oh god, <laughs> that's a nightmare. That's that's a that's a pigeonhole, Doug. Well, it is. It's 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 a <laughs> rabbit hole. You're right. Uh, for me, yeah, it's, yeah, it's single sleeved. 
not uh, there, I see no reason to double sleeve living card game cards. Mm-hmm. I would use the KMC perfect fits if I was going to double sleeve, but I see no reason to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my I prefer dragon shields. Yeah, dragon shields is the normal is a sleeve I go. If I use dragon shield clear mats, I use them for almost all my card game stuff. When I come to play competitively, I will probably find a dragon shield I like. The mats are excellent. They the mats be, are amazing. Be aware that you are not going to be able to mix multiple boxes of dragon shields because their cut is inconsistent box to box. Okay. So a set of hundreds are fine. If you have two of the same color, do not cross them because they will legally count as marked. Okay. That's the only downside on them. And I have, as I think we've recounted on this podcast before, I ordered 300 Conquest <laughs> sleeves, got 3,000 Conquest sleeves from FFG. So you'll be using FFG so Conquest sleeves forever. Conquest sleeves for my Dynasty deck. Got, every single guard, Dynasty your deck lion, has... Lion, your Lion Clan Guardsmen are doing great. Has Guardsmen, yeah. has <laughs> Space Marines, Chaos, has, you know, whatever. Oh, and then I have that. white, some just basic white, I think it's FFG stuff, So uh, because I got a cache of those for some reason. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Uh, my second favorite <laughs> would be Ultra Pro, I'm not, the Pro Mats. I'm not a big sleeve guy. I, what so. you can't see me there is wincing, personally. I, I'm not <laughs> a fan of Ultra Pro, but yeah. Um, there is not much difference between the top-end top end sleeve sets, to be fair here. There's not a whole lot. KMCs were very good. I've as never an, liked them. No, as a professional opinion now, KMCs' quality has plummeted in the last four years. Even Sell. Stay see, away. For, for me, even when the KMC was doing, when the quality was good, mm-hmm. they're too slick. Depending on what you got, the mats were pretty good on that front, but yeah, the gloss were like... like yeah, icy. the gloss yeah. ones I didn't like, and those are the only ones I ever saw. I've never seen really much of the mats. Yeah, ones. the mats were well worth it for a while. Now, not so much. Uh, and so, card organization. I use the, the, the white BCW boxes, the, like I said. Uh, I prefer to keep everything in the order that it's shipped in. As much as possible. I keep my cards in number, collector order. I do separate them out. I've got a section for Dynasty, a section for Conflict, that sort of thing. But, you know, so that then I have the core set together in number order, and then I've got the each of the expansion packs still in number order, marked with a, with a divider in the box, so that everything's in order. So once I build a deck on Five Rings DB, I yep. can just go through and pick and pull and put the deck together and it's done now i've been doing that for other card games i don't feel l5r's got to the point where there's enough to for that to be meaningful right now i do it for netrunner for example i search by packs um i'm using a bcw box that is actually fairly new it's essentially what it is is a glorified um document folder if you know these things it's a box folder it's a magnetic clasp front it's got built-in um dividers if you can get them they're a little bit rare right now they're well worth it they have pull-out bottoms all sorts of stuff wonderful thing and i'm i organize mine by clan with conflict and dynasty turned opposites to each other so I won't pull a conflict card by accident and stuff like that. Right, but cool. but my, my honest answer is how I re- how I organize my cards is reluctantly. <laughs> <laughs> I have them by clan in alphabetical order. So I have crab, crane, dragon, phoenix, or lion, phoenix, mm-hmm. scorpion. Do you separate unicorn. them out, conflict and dynasty also? And then I have them separated out, conflict, conflict first, because conflict begins with C and dynasty <laughs> begins with D. So I have a, two. There's a separator for each one, and then there's a separator between the dynasty ones. And we the do sep- the neutrals. The, the neutrals are in their own section. They're their own clan. Yeah, and provinces way. are in their own section. And I have the plastic dividers. Yeah. And right now, I kind of have them arranged by cost. That's about it. I, Curving. I'm yeah. not See, that's just too much work for me. <laughs> <laughs> but having them arranged by number by card number is not work? I'm sitting here... No, li- because they ship in card number order. 
Well, right, but then once you take them out, you you put them back and you put yeah. them back in card I mean, number. Yes, yeah, I, I put them back in. That's okay. that's yeah. I, I put them. Like, I put I them back into the. I put them back in the pack they came from. I don't necessarily put them back into the order in the pack. I, will I just, that, I so. just, when I pull apart a pack, I just kind of, I'm like, well, have I sorted this recently? No, not really. So I just dump so, well, them into uh, the right here's category. Something, okay, here's like something Dynasty that makes it Lion. easier. I also keep all my cards in sleeves. I use penny sleeves and I put a play set of cards in a penny sleeve. Mm-hmm. It makes it that's easy not, to that's sort not unusual. Through. Yeah, it I makes it easy to that. sort through them. I will keep them in order. I just have to, you know, flip through it, find the right penny sleeve full of cards, and pop the one in yeah. there to complete the play. Now, now here's something I will state for the record: I do have decks that I play that have cards that aren't in sleeves, and people. Boom. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I played one on Wednesday. The one one what the hell? player I was playing on Wednesday said, "Yeah, I, I didn't build. I didn't bring the deck because I didn't couldn't didn't get a chance to sleeve it." I'm like. Sleeve it. I look down. There's no. There's no sleeves. I mean, I have sleeves on my provinces because it's just easier that way, so you don't mix them. And you know, your your stronghold and your keeper roll, those all have particular kinds of sleeves. But I have the dynasty deck and the conflict deck are completely unsleeved. I'm doing the bridge shuffle, the whole deal. It doesn't matter. Remember, like, folks, every time you bridge shuffle unsleeved L5R cards, a kitten dies. Oh, jeez. Your decks are going commando, is what you're telling us? Yes, exactly. It doesn't matter. These cards are worth 17 cents a piece. I'm just going to say as well here, what, what we've got. 17 cents, I don't want to have to replace anytime soon. But so, yeah, you, so. you have six cores, you have five other replacements. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there you go. So, it, so, um, I'd like to thank you for um, giving us about 10, 15 minutes or so to do our um, OCD anonymous on yes, card game exactly, and, and, exactly. and supplies here. You know? Yes, I am. I, <laughs> a therapy session. I realize that I am. I have a bit of OCD about my cards, and that I am a little crazy in my collection. That I have six cores and two of every expansion. Yeah. No. To trade yeah. that off, working as working in the industry I do, I'm amazed that I've managed to get onto a consistent level of stuff. You'd expect all my card games to be in a different box and different sleeve set as I'm working my way around trying all the things. And I'm True. fortunate that I've t- I've tied it down. So. All right. Our last question is from Zero Theta on Reddit. And what do you look forward to in the upcoming stories? Are you still loyal to the clan you first played out of the core? I, I look forward to, you know, honestly, I, I haven't read the last two fictions in the pack, and I haven't probably read the last one fiction or two online fictions. I'm looking for uh, the Emerald Champion. I do know who the Emerald Champion is. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody who hasn't read that stuff, but the Emerald Champion is decided, I think, at the end of in the fifth pack's fiction. I think we'll that's get, what we'll, we'll get to talking about that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll get to talking about those. I am excited about finding out really honestly about the Scorpion Clan coup and if it's going to happen. Interesting. That's, that's what I'm looking forward it's to. It's weighing on you somewhat still. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I would like to see that. That's kind of the big, I see that as the storyline guillotine kind of hanging over us. Mm-hmm. And is I'm, it going to drop? Is it not? Mm-hmm. I'm kind of hoping it doesn't still. Yeah, I, I think I am too. I think I it think would be I more interesting. Um, I'm in the state now where, if any of you are familiar with um, narrative stuff and particularly with how uh, movies go, I am waiting for the first 15 minutes to end. I feel right now we're in what is generally referred to as the setup. The act first 15, one? Yeah. yeah. Well, not even that. First no. act. Act, act, act. First 15 minutes of a movie is, here is the scene set. Here are all the things we take for granted. And then the, the thing that happens if you watch the particular type of movies, like, to the second, and, that, and 15 minutes, bang, first major paradigm shift. And that's what we haven't had yet. We haven't had something that goes, okay. right, the world's right. settled, you know how it is, and you're wrong, by the way, because here's a big change. Right. And I'm yeah. looking forward to that, personally. Okay. Um, I would also like to see uh, what happens with the Naga. 
Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, there's Naga. So Naga and Yoritomo have shown up in the fiction. Yep. Yes. Yoritomo, who is the Mantis, Mantis. clan uh, leader, a daimyo. Champion. Champion. Sorry. What was it? What was that? I saw someone say, I know I just met you, and uh, <laughs> I know I just met you, and I think this is crazy, but here's a bag over your head, and let me pay you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I'm looking forward to seeing how those develop. Are those going to impact the game? I honestly don't think that Mantis is going to be in this game in a separate clan. I think that they could be in a supporting role, much kind of like they're showing up in the fiction. A weird thing, like they harmonize maybe a little bit better with Crab or other so, clans, but... So Imperial style, there'll be a... Yeah, you know, yeah, more minus, like an Imperial style kind of Minor thing. clan kind of thing. Yeah. I can see that. Neutrals. Be, yeah, I've always... Conflict cards. I've always... always totally it, 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 it's hard to tell. I mean... Uh, I would think that would be a great way to introduce them to in, you know introduce Yoritomo and the Mantis into the game as mm-hmm. neutral cards, but you never know. You know, if, if three or four years down the line, maybe they decide to do an actual deluxe or something, or maybe just a clan pack. Yeah, yeah. that is Mantis. Well, there's a reasonable call as well. It's That's just, true. They've, they've popped up in the storyline, but they, it could be a long time before we see the actual card. Sorry, Mantis clan guys, but it could be. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, absolutely. Yeah. And are we still loyal to the clan we play out of the core? Yeah. Well. I think, given the last hour, we know the the answer for does, two does of the, us. Does the question have to be asked? <laughs> <laughs> Crab and scorpion. Crab and scorpion. Inverted bros. And inverted bros. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I I'm not. I still am. St- I'm kind of crane centric, but I'm, not I'm, crane loyal. I'm going to counter you here. You are as exactly loyal to a clan now as you were at the claw set. Exactly. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. That's there a good answer. There's been no change there. There's been no change. <laughs> to be fair, though, like, uh, me and a lot of the regulars were like, you walked in and were like, not Crane? Holy cow. Yeah. You know, so you yeah. were getting close to having a rep there, you know. <laughs> now, one of the things that might get me, like, Phoenix might get me there. My The new Phoenix clan pack might drag oh, okay. me to Phoenix. Enough, a enough bit. focus on the. But, on God, I, I, th- whenever I think about Phoenix, I'm just like, no. No. When I think about dragon, I'm like, no. no. See, I think Phoenix. Lion, Crane, Crab, Uni. Yeah, those are all good. With my whole New Year's resolution thing, I think the, the Phoenix might actually be sort of the white whale of my of that resolution. Phoenix is going fi- to, I've so far found really hard to play. For me personally, that, that to was, play as or to yeah, play, to play as, yeah. yeah. Well, he's and to play against a little bit. It's because it's restraint, right? You're just yeah. like sitting back. You're like, yes, we are of the elements. Yeah. Yes, I do not want to do anything except for play display of power. And when you bring out a harpooning character, I am done. Because <laughs> I can't play display of power. That's why I like Crane. God dang it. Should have played Crane today. There you go. Man, maybe so. Maybe so. <laughs> but no, you, you make a point because the big thing for me is I have a really hard time tying down what Phoenix's play style is. And then yeah. that's why I've not gone. I've not gone to myself. Yeah. You know, you go. Yeah. Lions all swarm me in military. I should go do that. Crane, Crane is political focused and, and buffing and overwhelming people. I should go and try that. Phoenix is there. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that's not a downside. It's just I don't. I don't think I can quantify their style very well. Yeah. Their their balance and their shigenja and their ring shenanigans and their yeah. stuff. You know, they're, they're toolboxy. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're they're slightly passive toolboxy sort of. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you would like to join the discussion, have ideas for future episodes, feedback, or questions, you can contact us at artofwarcast at gmail.com, via Twitter at artofwarcast, via Facebook, or leave a comment in the episode's comments section. 
please review us on iTunes. It helps other Rokugani find us. Thanks for listening, and remember, honor is the deadliest weapon. weapon.